It's the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 11-20-23. Reading the news so you don't have to end in no particular order. Global sugar prices have soared to their highest since 2011, driven by reduced supplies due to droughts in key producers like India and Thailand. Oh, didn't know it came from there. The United Nations forecasts a 2% decrease in global sugar production for the 23-24 season. But isn't that, are we almost done with that? I don't know when that season is. Which they're stating will create a shortfall about 3.5 million metric tons. The Supreme Court has denied Derek Chavins, is that how you pronounce it? Appeal of his conviction for the murder of George Floyd. Chauvin's defense argued that extensive publicity and fears of violence if he was acquitted prevented a fair trial. I'm guessing kind of the videotape kind of helped. Despite these claims, Chauvin is serving a 22-and-a-half-year prison sentence for Floyd's murder. Sam Altman, the former CEO of OpenAI, has landed a new gig over at Microsoft. He brought along his buddy Greg Brockman as well. And everybody who has Microsoft stocked, Enjoyed it as well because there was a slight boost, but you know who didn't enjoy it? Employees over at OpenAI who have threatened to leave about over 500 of them if the board who fired Sam and Greg don't get fired themselves. And if that doesn't happen, then they're going to take their ball and head on over to Microsoft also. According to Oxfam, the richest 1% of the global population comprising about 77 million individuals, I thought it was smaller than that, are responsible for 16% of total carbon emissions. This figure is equal to the emissions contributed by the poorest 66%. The disparity winds further up the wealth ladder, with the top 10% accounting for a staggering 50% of the global emissions, while the bottom 50% are responsible for just 8%. The 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has made a significant ruling that private entities are not permitted to file lawsuits under Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. This ruling may further restrict the protections offered by the Voting Rights Act, especially for people of color, as most current cases under this act are initiated by private plaintiffs. This development follows a previous Supreme Court ruling that affirmed the application of Section 2 in a redistricting case in Alabama. Amazon has instituted a policy mandating its corporate employees to work from the office at least three days a week. Noncompliance with this requirement may impact employees' promotion prospects, as those who refuse to work from the office might need additional leadership approval for promotions. This decision has sparked a backlash among some Amazon corporate workers, leading to a walkout in protest against the company's return-to-office mandate. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter, a key advisor to President Jimmy Carter during his tenure, has passed away at the age of 96. Known for her active role as First Lady, Rosalind Carter was notable for attending cabinet meetings, voicing her opinions on controversial issues, and representing her husband on international visits. She was particularly passionate about mental health, serving as the honorary chairwoman of the President's Commission on Mental Health and establishing the Rosalind Carter Institute for Caregiving, reflecting her lifelong commitment to health and advocacy. Portugal has powered its entire nation of 10 million people using only renewable energy sources for six consecutive days, starting from October 27th. 
This was reported by the country's largest energy firm, which noted that wind and wave conditions were fully meeting Portugal's energy needs, and this phenomenon, expected to last just a day, extended for five more days, allowing Portugal to not only be self-sustained but also export electricity to Spain for 95 hours. This 149-hour streak of renewable energy usage broke the record for the longest period of 100% renewable use. Notably, this record was achieved primarily in rainy, windy weather, underscoring Portugal's significant investments in wind turbines and hydroelectric dams since the 90s and post-1974. Three teenage girls involved in a New Orleans carjacking pleaded guilty to reduced charges and were sentenced to 20 years in prison for the death of Lindy Fricky, whose arm was severed during the incident. A fourth suspect, an 18-year-old male, is still facing a second-degree murder charge and could receive a life sentence for his role in Fricky's death. The carjacking incident tragically resulted in the victim becoming entangled in a seatbelt as the carjackers fled, leading to blunt force injuries that caused Fricky's death. Michigan has expanded its firearm ownership ban to include individuals convicted of misdemeanor domestic violence charges, enhancing protections for survivors of domestic violence. This move is significant considering that nearly half of all women murdered in the U.S. are victims of a current or former intimate partner with over half of these homicides involving firearms. A crude oil spill occurred in the Gulf of Mexico with the volume of oil released still unknown. The incident first reported on November 16th. It's been four days, y'all. How do you not know? Has led to a collaborative response from the Coast Guard Main Pass Oil Gathering and the Louisiana Oil Spill Coordinator's Office. Current efforts are focused on recovering the surface oil, of course, and pinpointing the leak source involving the use of skimming vessels and remotely operated vehicles. In a groundbreaking 21-hour operation, a team of 140 surgeons and medical staff performed the first-ever whole eyeball transplant on Aaron James, a military veteran who suffered a severe electrocution. The surgery, which involved replacing much of his face and attaching a donor eyeball to his optic nerves, marks a significant advancement in transplantation science. In North Carolina! A lawsuit alleges that the newly drawn district boundaries for the state Senate unfairly reduced the voting power of black residents by splitting predominantly black counties. Two black voters have filed the suit seeking to prevent future elections under the new map. They argue that it would be possible to create a district with a majority of racial and ethnic minorities while still complying with state redistricting criteria presenting alternative maps as evidence. The plaintiff's attorneys have asked for a swift court process to consider a motion for a preliminary injunction before the start of the candidate filing. And that's been the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup for 11-2023. You better get your shopping in because it's going to be crazy on Wednesday.